Oh, 600. What's the O stand for? Oh, my God, it's early. Speaking of early... Good morning! Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. They're all completely gassed! They've given it everything on the global bucket! Here comes Diggins! Here comes Diggins! Diggins making the play around Sweden! Jesse yes! Diggins yes! to the line! Yes! And it is yes! Jesse Diggins! Oh! So, uh, how did it go today? Pretty, 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 pretty good. Just when I thought I was out, pull me back in. It's time for the Mickey Plyler Show, here on The Roar. Jaron Pierpas Grand Slam leads Clemson to an 8-2 victory in baseball over Presbyterian. The Tigers in basketball head down to Georgia Tech tonight. Both the number one team in men's college baseball and basketball go down, and the college football playoff committee approves a new playoff format. A busy Wednesday show, so let's go. Sports fans, glad to have you with us for the Wednesday edition of the Mickey Plyler Show. Wednesday, February 21st, 2024. Hope all is well. Looking forward to a great day today. A lot to do today. We'll get with um, Dane Young, UGA.Rivals.com. Talk some Georgia football coming up. And uh, the Georgia Bulldogs have replaced their wide receiver coach, Brian McClendon, going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We'll ask Dane about that. Andrew Oliphant joins us at 8.25 this morning. We'll talk some PGA Tour golf and uh, try to see what's coming up here on the tour and uh, what else happened in the golf world. That's at 8.25 this morning. A lot to do. Normal Tuesday producer is now our Wednesday producer because of an academic schedule. Uh, how'd you do it? No, 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 no. That wasn't you. That was Baxter Childers had the test yesterday. Will Clanton, good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. I, I am tested every day, though. You are. Your patience is tested. Among uh, other things. Not not here. Not usually not here. You don't have to take pregnancy test. No. You don't have to take a DUI test. No. Um, you had to take uh IQ test. No. Just tests of, of resolve. Resolve. Yeah. On your own personal cobble bogging. There, there you go. How's your Tuesday? No, I have to ask about your Monday. I don't get to Tuesday. How's your Tuesday? Um, it, was, it was interesting. I actually... Um, I I went through my normal Tuesday routine. I I, I woke up at, at 4:45, no. had bre- uh, made breakfast, drank coffee, got on the road. I uh, got to around Patrick Square when I realized no, you didn't. I did. Oh no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I got a jump start on the day. I am so sorry to hear and that. And I had a fantastic day, so I think I need to start getting up at that time even when I'm not. Well, I'll, I'll start here. calling you on my way in. I'll buzz you. I'll be your own personal alarm clock. 
hey, that's a personalized. People pay a lot of money for that. Yeah. If you want to do that, please. All right, I'm in. I got your number. I'll start calling you for sure. It was a good Tuesday. How was yours? Great. Took my uh, my son and my 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 daughter and I had a great day uh, after uh, the show. Had a nice walk. She had a nice nap. Uh, She's starting to eat a little solid food now, so that's good. You know, baby food, not solid. You know, not not milk anymore, or not just milk. So that's all good. And then I took Drake to the baseball game. And he had a blast. And uh, he likes, first of all, he had to pick out a new player because Caden Grice was his favorite player last year. So he said, Dad, who should we pick? And I said, why, about, why, not, why not Will Taylor? I know Will's family well, and uh, he's a great kid. So, yeah, Will Taylor. So now whenever he comes up, Drake says, can I say it now? Yeah, he says, come on, Will. So he does that sometimes. And uh, he likes Will's walk-up stuff. But he, he prefers Can Canarella's walk-up. And doing that. And so, you know, that and the Billy Squire songs and the way you clap and all the music. He knows all that, all the music, all the songs and all that stuff, walk-up stuff. So he has a, 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 had a blast with that. Had a good time, man. Great time taking him out the ballpark. And nice Clemson win. Very nice. Um, well, Keaton Grice was, uh, you know, pitcher. He's a two-way player. Yeah. Pitched and uh, obviously had a, a great year hitting last year especially. So is, is he going to cheer for a, a pitcher as well? Does he get to pick two this year? No, just one. Just one. Are you just, sure? Just Will Taylor. Yeah. Maybe double zero might be a good player to follow. No, we're not going to really go that route right now. <laughs> him right now. Um, I will tell you this. Uh, <laughs> we had a uh, it was a great win. I'm going to tell you the most impressive thing I saw yesterday. Jaron Purify. He is a true freshman. Uh, he's a guy that we were familiar with when he committed to Clemson because of just how highly rated he was. He is perhaps the uh, highest-rated player in this recruiting class. There's a couple other guys that are close uh, from Detroit, Michigan, plays second base. And obviously it was his grand slam yesterday that, that was the difference in the game. However, that's not the most impressive thing I saw. So I'm trying to make a leaping catch at 5'10 and 180, uh, trying to make this an impressive catch on the line drive. And he knocked the ball down and he didn't come up with it. And that's one thing. Um, but when he, he turned a double play last night, like the seventh inning or so, maybe the eighth, that was absolutely, it looked like a major league turn. Ball was not all that hard hit to uh, Shufo, the, the shortstop. He gets it over to Purify at second, and Purify rips this throw. And it goes, I mean, just, it, it was a, as good a turn, a good a pivot as you're going to see. And the play wasn't even close at first base. When he got rid of it, I was like, oh! And, and I just said, Clemson found a new second baseman. But now here's the issue. What do you do with the lineup right now? Uh, because if you think about it, like Naraki didn't play last night. And he's one of the hottest names out there. So we got Overtop and Gerald. Gerald got hit in the face last night. And so maybe that takes care of, of takes Gerald out of the lineup a little bit. But, and like Hindenlider didn't play last night. Blake Wright played third, uh, and Purify was at second base. And then even then you had Crichton over at first. So in trying to find their best lineup, maybe, and I started thinking about this last night, maybe uh, Obertop behind the plate, or no, maybe Obertop at first base, Purify at second. Shufo or, or Hinderleiter at, at shortstop. Well, Shufo looks pretty good. I made one error last night. And then Blake right over at third base, and that way Naraki can DH. 
and Gerald gets behind the plate. That might be the lineup you go with more in the future. Anyway, you got a bunch of names, a bunch of guys. Like last night, uh, it was my first time seeing Alden Mathis. He's a he, he's a baseball player. He's got power. He's got speed. That outfield right now with Canarella, Taylor, and, and Mathis is as good an outfield as Clemson's had in, in a long time. And I thought that uh, Austin Gordon looked really good last night. So, all in all, really uh, impressed. This is a, one thing that – I don't know if you remember this or not because you're with me when, when we have on um, Eric Backage. But I asked Backage pretty early in the process about getting bigger. I know you know, Clemson's playing these, these monster teams. Remember Central Florida came here last year like like cyborg guys. Oh, yeah. And he said, well, that's the goal. We want to get bigger. And I'm looking at guys that are – or six foot or above and 200 pounds or above. And the only guys, interestingly enough, the only two guys that, that don't reach that mark that you see out there a lot is Canarella and Will Taylor, your two best players. Canarella's six foot. They, they list him at six foot. Um, and, but, but my point is, is and, and Taylor's just, just 5'11", they list at. But my point is, you look around and Obertop's 230 pounds. You know, uh, Shufo's a 200-pounder. Henderlight's a 210-pounder. Blake Wright's up to 205 now. Now, Purify's going to be below that number. But uh, in, in the outfield, you know, you see a, a Mathis is a big 200-pound kid. Nathan Hall, 6'3", 200. The, 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 it just looks like a bigger a bigger team. And then on the mound as well. With Barlow, 6'2", 215. Um, you got, you know, Gordon's, Austin Gordon's, they, they listed 6'5", 200. Rob Hughes, two hundred thirty-five pound guy. They've got he's got they got bigger, look more impressive coming off the bus, and that's not the most important thing, but just a bigger, stronger baseball team. In case you missed it last night, um, great win for the tech. Oh, oh, by the way, segment two. What are we going to do? I don't want to steal too much thunder here. Uh, I want to look into um, some of the new playoff right. uh, procedure that they that they passed yesterday. Well, good. That allowed me to talk more about Clemson baseball in this segment. Then, uh, Canarella three for five. And Obertop, three for five, a couple RBIs. Canterell led, leads the game off with a home run. Uh, you saw Obertop hit his, hit his first home run and purified his first home run. So three first-time home runs of the season. Um, really like what we saw from a defensive standpoint. The one error at, at short. Besides that, ran down some balls, turned double plays, looked look good there. Um, Gordon looked good in his two hitless innings. Did allow a couple of walks, but that's all he gave up. Thought they got four pretty strong innings out of out of Joe Allen. He settled down after giving up the two the two runs. Thought Darden looked fantastic last night. That's that was one of the best things. Gordon and Darden really looked good in my mind. And but still through all that, Purify was was a story. His athleticism and his speed and his obviously pop with the grand slam. He's a baseball player, and he's just a true freshman. And you got to find ways now to get him. What do you do, man? Like, how do you get all these guys in the lineup? Because Gerald and Overtop and uh, Naraki and Blouser, like Blouser didn't play last night, and Shufo and Hendenleiter and Wright and Purify and uh, Crichton and Canarella and Taylor and Mathis and Hall. Uh, I still haven't seen Devin Parks yet. They supposedly you know, like him an awful lot, but that's, that's 13 right there. Uh, field players. So you got to find a way to get those guys in the game somehow. somehow. That's a good problem. Now, this is the deepest team that they've had in a while over there. It's early in the season. I know the competition is one thing, but this is a deep baseball team. 
Well, the the way we've been scoring runs and I mean just generally getting runners on base. I mean, you might as well have a line change like hockey. Yeah, just line changes. Or or what Dean Smith used to do is blue team and white team. He just substitute five at a time. Can't do that in baseball, I guess. But can't put a whole new nine out that way. But I was impressed yesterday, and I'm going to tell you right too. I was impressed with Presbyterian. They can rake. They've got some good looking hitters. On yesterday's show, you missed this because they had guys coming and hitting 700, and 600, and 500. And they, they had 58 runs the first four games. Uh, Eric Backer said, "We're not playing uh, Presbyterian College. Today. We're playing the 27 Yankees today because those guys were raking, man." But a, a great win there. Uh, quickly, college baseball last night. Uh, the Gamecocks beat Winthrop 12-2 to go to 4-0. And now they've got Queens College today. And Wake Forest, number one team in the country, Wake Forest went down. I'll give you all these scores later in the show. But number one Wake Forest went down in college baseball. And number one uh, UConn went down in college basketball. Creighton destroyed UConn last night. Besides that game in college basketball, there were some other big ones. Um, Tennessee won. BYU beat 11th ranked Baylor last night. Uh, 19th ranked San Diego State fell to Utah State. Is that not the winning team? Yes, that is the winning team. And but but the big news outside of number one going down in that ACC, Syracuse went to NC State and beat the Wolfpack. That uh, drops the NC State down to eight and seven. That's good news for Clemson. Florida State did beat Boston College. That's bad news for Clemson. They moved to eight and seven, and the battle of, of eight and sevens or, or teams that have a chance at four spot last night. Wake Forest destroyed Pittsburgh ninety one fifty eight. They went to nine and six. Pittsburgh fell at eight and seven, and now Wake Forest has a, a stranglehold on that fourth spot, that all important double by fourth spot in the ACC seedings right now. So, a lot to do in the show. We've got to give you more scores, more college basketball, more college baseball scores coming up uh, on a beautiful day. Should be 60 degrees. Should be awesome. Uh, 62, actually. Today should be fun. Our great friends over at Patterson's Tax Service, even though it's going to be 62 and sunny, they'll be inside and doing taxes all day. Uh, getting it done. Uh, P-A-T-T-X.com, pattax.com, 864-859-8289. You're going to love the Patterson's Tax Service. You're going to love your tax returns. It's, it's a... The, one of the biggest things, besides saving money, which I really like, and don't get me wrong, I like the money part of it, I like the fact that I don't stress about any taxes anymore. Got my date coming up here in a couple of weeks, and just love what they do and how they do it, and love the fact that I know it's already taken care of. It's just, remember when Forrest Gump uh, won or got that Apple stock and that fruit company, and he got all that money, and he said, just, you know, he said, just one less thing to worry about, just one less thing? My taxes are just one less thing. Like, I know they've got it. Take care of it. Uh, got, I can worry about other stuff. Patterson Tax Service, P-A-T-T-X.com, 864-859-8289. Segment two, college football playoff talk with Will Clanton when you come when you come back for more right after this. It's bow time. <laughs> Hurry in the Bojangles for two scratch-made sizzling sausage biscuits for just four bucks. One bite and you'll want breakfast for dinner. Good thing we serve savory sausage biscuits all day. But this two-for-four deal won't last forever. It's bow time. <laughs> Start your spring cleaning today and get insanely clean home with zero res carpet and air duct cleaning. For this month only, mention me, Mickey Plowler, and The Roar, and you'll get three rooms of carpet clean for $129 plus free staircase. Book online at ZeroResGreenville.com. Anderson County is a great place to live and work. 
play and worship. Samantha Porter, the Anderson County environmental educator, reminds all residents to recycle used motor and cooking oil at Anderson County Convenience Centers. You can also bring your used oil and gas mixtures to the King David, Mance Jolly, and Whitefield sites. Tires may be recycled at the Materials Recovery Facility in Belton. If you have any questions, please call 260-1001 in regard to recycling and proper waste disposal. Attention golf cart fans, Salty Fries has expanded to Greenville, bringing us the number one number golf cart, the Icon EV, voted by thousands to be the number one overall best golf cart brand and the best street legal golf cart in 2023. Come experience the difference. Best yet, Salty Fries golf carts of Greenville can customize the Clemson-themed golf cart of your dreams. Save up to $2,000 during the end of the model year closeout sale. Salty Fries on Highway 183 in Piedmont and at SaltyFries.com. Spring cleaning is always first thing on the to-do list this time of year, so don't forget yourself. Roosters is here to remind you how important it is to keep your hair and face fresh and clean this season. Roosters has a full menu of what you need for male grooming this spring to check that off of your list. Don't forget to set your next appointment with the professionals at Roosters on Pelham Road in Greenville by calling 884-8920. Gift cards are always available at Roosters. Give the gift that keeps on giving. It's time to stop the debt collectors. It's time to get a fresh start. It's time to stop the foreclosures. Tax time is coming up. Time to do something for yourself. Time to get your fresh start. Come see Robert King for help. Call Robert King at 864-222-0200 or visit his website at www.thompsonking.com. Thompson & King is a debt relief agency. Robert King helps people file for bankruptcy relief under the bankruptcy code. Nick and Mike Bar and Grill, Clemson's choice for great dining, is pleasing you with their innovative food. Featuring two for $25 menu choices like Cajun or Creamy Alfredo, fried calamari, garlic basil pesto, meatball sub, or spaghetti, all served with Texas toast. Two entrees for just $25. And remember, Wine Wednesdays. Choose select wines for just $5 per glass. Open daily for lunch and dinner and brunch on Sundays. Nick and Mike Bar and Grill, 1310 Clemson Boulevard at the Best Western. Liberty Mutual presents How to Be the Life of the Party. Okay, first turn the music off, then ask for everyone's attention. Now, tell them that you customized your home insurance with Liberty Mutual and saved hundreds. Boom! Now everyone knows you're not just a pretty face. You have some brains inside that face that know how to save hundreds on home insurance. Woo! Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Based on recent survey of new customers who switched and saved. Underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates. Excludes Massachusetts. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Live and local sports talk coming to you from the Upcountry Fiber Studios. This is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Serving the five counties of the South Carolina Upstate. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. I'm in a glass case of emotion. Well, that's what we're here for, to get you out of your sports glass case of emotion. You're welcome. We are the Roar.
Welcome back. Glad to have you with us. Elkmont Trading Company, E-L-K-M-O-N-T, tradingcompany.com. Get in touch with them. Go by and see them, 93 and 123 in Clemson, 153. Just minutes from Greenville right there in Powdersville. You know, you hopefully you did really well on Valentine's Day. Hopefully you, you could do well on game day and lifestyle type stuff. Uh, hopefully you like the outdoor stuff. Hopefully you're ready for spring. Patagonia, Viore, Filson, Free Fly, Columbia, Z Supply, Howler Brothers, they've got it all. Check out their Facebook and their Instagram pages for uh, for the latest. Footwear is always one of the drivers in their in their store because they have the largest selection of on-running shoes in the upstate of South Carolina, along with the Birkenstocks, the, the Ufos, and the Vans. I saw where Vans, you see the thing where you throw up Vans and they always land on the heel, I mean on the sole? Um, that's kind of one of those myths out there. It's kind of interesting there. Uh, they've got, uh, kids just got jewelry. They have... No matter what you're looking for, as far as the gifts item, gift items, because of the great, the wide variety, we love our time at Elkmont Elkmont Trading Company. Go by and see them. Two great locations: ninety three one twenty three. Coming to baseball or basketball this weekend. Coming to softball this weekend. So stop by and see them there. Or if you're coming from Greenville, just minutes from downtown Greenville, you got uh, right there at one twenty three. I'm one fifty three, I should say. Powdersville, across from Chick Fil A. Good folks over at Elkmont Trading Company. Segment two with Mr. Will Clinton. So yesterday, the College Football Playoff Committee unanimously approved the 5 plus 7 model for the 12-team playoff. Don't get too used to this, folks. Um, There's already been chatter about the SEC and the Big Ten coming together to pressure this committee, not like it'll take too much, uh, to expand this playoff and give more tie-in implications to, let's just call it the the large two i don't think we can do power power two we've already got power five just the large two i like the two pot well that's the that's the pack two yeah that's true (laughs) um one of the first things that i thought about with uh with these new amendments um i thought about the tupac the pack two and notre dame and how this affects them um obviously the Pac-2, they technically do not have a conference championship this year. Uh, we don't know how that's going to be moving forward. I have my, uh, my own skepticism about that conversation. But um, without a conference championship game, they are not eligible for the, the 5 in that 5 plus 7 model. The 5 being the highest rated, uh, top. I guess the top rated 5 conference championships so you have sec you have big 10 you have big 12 you have acc and then you have a group of five that this year is essentially guaranteed to make the playoff don't know how that's going to be moving forward um if the pack contingency decides to grow if they would be in consideration more so than the american the sunbelt etc um I like this, except for when I I looked into it a little more. I feel like Notre Dame is getting a very good deal in this scenario. Obviously, Notre Dame's athletic director is on the board of the College Football Playoff Committee. He is one of the people who, again, unanimously voted to approve these bylaws. If you look at it, Notre Dame's way in to the college football playoff might be easier than a lot even though they're not getting one of the top four seats they cannot get 
one of the top four seeds without playing for a conference championship. Instead of playing a neutral site game, um, let's look at it through the eyes of a UGA fan. Instead of playing a neutral site game against Alabama, a game that they lost this past year, Notre Dame takes a bye and then will essentially host a home game against the highest rated group of five champions. This past year, that would have been Liberty. Yeah. You would much rather, I think, every single fan base, and especially athletic department, would prefer to go this Notre Dame route. So why would they get to host a group of five team rather than the rated team? Let's just imagine, because Notre Dame, I know it hasn't happened for a long time, but let's paint the scenario that Notre Dame is a top four team. Let's let's just say Notre, Notre Dame's number one going into the end of the season. Right. They don't qualify for the top four seats because they did not play for or win a conference championship. That would default them to the number five seed. And if you apply this new model for the past several years, again, you have to do some tweaking because you have to kind of ignore the Pac-12 and those scenarios to make it current. This past year, if we had this model and Notre Dame was the number one team in the nation, I know you're going to have to just use your imagination a little bit there. They would be hosting Liberty at home <laughs> yeah, in a playoff If game. they were number one. Mm-hmm. So where the, the disadvantage for Notre Dame is, is that if they were in a conference, they get a bye. You're, you're assuming they're going to be number one in the country, and you're assuming that Liberty would be number 12. Like, they wouldn't have been number one this year. And so let's assume let, let's say that they're they're number uh, eight instead, and th- then if they're number eight, they're not going to be playing Liberty. They're going to be playing Texas or Oregon or and might not be playing at home. They might be playing on the road. I mean, that, you're the the assumption there is that Notre Dame is going to be one of the 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 top five overall seeds, and they might not be. I mean, they haven't been. I but I think Notre Dame gets a huge disadvantage here because Notre Dame can be number one and they still have to play they've got to win four games whereas the number four teams only got to win three games yes but they also had to play a conference championship yeah but you could lose your conference championship you could and and still and still be in there we're not not top four Mm -hmm. but uh, you know not not playing a conference championship game is one thing but there's, that's not a, a do-or-die. Notre Dame would have to play four straight do-or-die games. This is true. This is true. But they also get that bye week instead of playing another top team at a neutral site. They do. I, well, like, like, for instance, well, obviously, bo- both teams that play in the Big Ten championship game and the SEC championship game are going to the playoffs. Now, to your point, the, the good news there is for over the, the – the, the equalizer there is those teams won't be getting a bye because they won't be the conference champion. The losers won't be. Mm. Right. So they got to win four. So I, there's that. I just, I feel. But, but, but the opportunity, if you win that conference championship game, then you get a bye. Yeah. And Notre Dame doesn't have any opportunity to win a conference championship game to get a bye. Every, and in the, in the current format, and, and, and this isn't going to last very long here, but in the current format, Notre Dame has 0%, zero chance of ever getting a bye. Correct. So they're, they're always going to win, beat four playoff teams in four four weeks or four you know, four for four. I I just feel like, in my heart of hearts, 
I feel like this is something that Notre Dame prefers because, again, their their <laughs> athletic leadership is on that committee. Yeah, Notre Dame prefers this only because they prefer independence. If if you could say, hey, the top four seeds overall get a, a, a bye rather than the top four conference champions, Notre Dame would vote for that because Notre Dame would like to have the opportunity to have a bye. Well, 100%. So this is not the perfect situation for them. In fact, I just think that of all the scenarios out there, you do make a great point about, about not, not having a conference championship game. But the scenarios out there is that Notre Dame could go and beat everybody by four touchdowns all year long and be the number one team in the country from start to finish, and Notre Dame cannot get a bye. Whereas Oklahoma State in the, pack, in the Big 12 can go – Eight and four win the, the Pac-12 championship game. I mean, the Big 12 championship game and get a bye. So Notre Dame is they're screwed in that case. Yeah, I I just think that there is some advantage in that scenario. Again, that 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 you laid out was what I was imagining. Number one, Notre Dame, like the teams of old. Yeah, but but on that, I mean, just in in the in the hypotheticals, you're right. Again, the idea that you don't have to play in a, in a conference championship game is huge. You're 100 percent right. But the scenario or the likelihood of it that Notre Dame and, and Notre Dame can can lose two games. A lot, almost every team can can afford to lose two games and still get in this thing. With that said. <clears throat> Notre Dame is is at a disadvantage though because of if they on a on the scenario that you talked about they still have to play four games, and, but but even in like the likelihood of Notre Dame being number one that doesn't happen that often or likelihood of them being top four just doesn't happen that often. It's been a long time. Yeah, uh, but the one time it, what is very very interesting is that the times that Notre Dame have they been to playoff once or twice. Um, I think just just, just 2020. Yeah, and that was when they played in a conference for a year. The, That's very true. <coughs> Notre Dame wants to be an independent, and the reason they want to be an independent is they want to be able to play a game in California every year, a game in Texas every year, still keep the rivalries with, say, Michigan, or uh, still play, play in the Naval uh, Academy and Army and – and still like playing Boston College, a Jesuit and Catholic game. They like all of that. They like being able to go to Dublin, maybe. If they, you know, they like doing all those things. They want their cake and eat it, too. What, will, what scares Notre Dame to death is, is that because they play four ACC games, and because not only the, 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 the tournament itself, the, the playoff itself, but the perception of it and the perception of the schedule and, and, and recruiting part of it, Notre Dame is scared to death that in those four ACC games that right now every year they either get Florida State or Clemson as one of their games, and hopefully one of the other teams will be really good. You know, they got Duke last year in a shootout in Durham, and Duke was really good. Most years that's not going to happen. What scares Notre Dame to death is that your four ACC teams would be Boston College, Pittsburgh, Wake Forest, a bad Wake Forest team, and uh, Cal. That's like – because on the what they have noticed is that in, in trying to get recruits, and this is Notre Dame, I know this. I know Notre Dame is – Notre Dame wants to schedule Clemson every year in, in that ACC format, and they can't because they want a big game and big game atmosphere. What Notre Dame is scared to death of is that 
on, on, the, on the weekend in which they're facing Cal or they're facing Boston College in, in South Bend, that Ohio State is hosting Oregon. And that in Ann Arbor, Michigan, Michigan is hosting Southern Cal. And an idea they're going to come down south and recruit that Georgia's hosting Oklahoma and that Alabama is hosting Texas. And they're like, well, we got, we got Cal this week coming up to the game. And they're scared to death that the TV ratings-wise of that, the significance-wise of that, just the, the overall the perception of that is JV compared to the big games that are putting on. I was told this, that when Notre Dame saw the Big Ten schedules, they were like, uh-oh. Man, Oregon and Washington and Southern Cal and UCLA and Penn State and Ohio State and Michigan and Nebraska and Wisconsin. And it's like, man. All those will be playing each other every single weekend, and we got to go head-to-head with that. And NBC looked at it and go, well, you got, you got SMU. You got Cal. That's a, that's a religious got, battle right there. You got Pittsburgh. SMU, you Notre got, Dame. You got Wake Forest. And so it's like Notre Dame got extremely concerned. And it, it is their preference to play Florida State Clemson every year. That's going to be really interesting to watch. Um, but with Florida State going and Clemson going, then you're – Man, you're stuck with those. I know between the two of us, we t- we keep a close eye on the uh, viewership numbers. Yes. It's going to be really interesting to see how some of those Notre Dame 100%. matchups match up against Big Ten and SEC games this year. Notre Dame's a national draw, and Notre Dame will always always be a national draw. With Built-in that said, fan base, yeah. With that said, are you watching Notre Dame versus Cal, or are you watching Ohio State and, and Southern Cal? Anyone without ties to Notre Dame is watching the other games. <laughs> right. Yes. You know, Texas is going to to uh, Tennessee, and Oklahoma's going to Georgia, and Notre Dame's got Wake Forest. What you going to watch? Well, again, if it's in the second half and Wake Forest is winning, I'm going to I'm going to turn it in to watch Notre Dame lose, just right. like the Marshall game two years ago. Right, you know, that was a spectacle. But most yeah. people are not going to do that. Quickly, let me look at Notre Dame future schedules uh, because this. This is what they were really, really, really concerned about: is they don't want, um, you know, they don't want the the JV effect of that. Like this year, they go to Texas A and M. They love that game. Northern Illinois at Purdue, Miami of Ohio, Louisville, Stanford at Georgia Tech, Navy. You see what I'm saying? Like mm, <coughs> that's tough. Florida State, they like that. Virginia, uh, Army. In Yankee Stadium, and then at Southern Cal, they like they like the Southern Cal stuff. Next year, A and M, Purdue at Arkansas, Southern Cal, Navy, NC State, Syracuse at Boston College, at, at Miami, at Pittsburgh. And I mean, there's some of these years in here where, like next year, they don't get Clemson or Florida State. Instead, they get NC State, Syracuse, Boston College, Miami, and Pittsburgh. They get five, oh by the way, not four. Um. They get Florida State in 26, but what if Florida State's gone? So they get, like, in 29, they do get Alabama. But uh, South Florida, NC State, Georgia Tech, well, they get Florida State, but they'll be gone. Wake Florida, will they be replaced by SMU, you know? It makes it difficult, man. In, in 2030, they do go to Alabama. They get Indiana, Louisville, Duke, Florida State will be gone, North Carolina, Boston College, Navy. So, you see what I'm saying? It's a major concern for them moving forward. 
And then you, I thought I thought both of us made pretty good scenarios of why it is an advantage for him and why it's a disadvantage for him. They, and and, and then one of the things, <clears throat> finally, I'll leave you this. One of the things that you, you look at as far as the uh, – there's attractiveness of a home playoff game. I think everybody likes to see Cosmo playoff in Death Valley. But that's not the preferred option that year, in these years. The preferred option is, hey, man, we'll get a week off. Let's rest. Let's get ready to go to Atlanta or to go to Miami or to go to Arizona or go to Dallas or to go to Southern – I'm going to go to California. Let's get ready because now we're going to make a little run. We've got three big playoff games hopefully coming up. Now I'm going to make a pretty good run at it rather than host a game and then three more after that. 12 makes no sense. Eight makes sense. 12 makes no sense. Because in the end, here's what, here's what you're looking at, Will Clinton. Uh, Georgia be the one seed. Ohio State be the two seed. Clemson be the three seed. Oklahoma State be the four seed. Tulane would be the 12th seed. But the fifth seed would be Michigan. The sixth seed would be Texas. The seventh seed would be Penn State. The eighth seed would be LSU. The ninth seed would be Oregon. The tenth seed would be Tennessee. And the eleventh seed would be Notre Dame. So you would have... Four SEC, four Big Ten, one ACC, one Big 12, one group of five, one independent. Eight, eight of your 12 are going to be Big Ten and SEC teams. And that's where Notre Dame and Clemson and Florida State and Oklahoma State, that's where you really lose out. It's going to be a four-to-one ratio, in, in my opinion. Short break. And we'll take a short break. We'll come back. I, hey, I do want to tell you quickly about our great friends at Trail, T-R-E-H-E-L.com, 800-319-7006. Trail does a great job when it comes to getting you everything that you love, everything that you need um, when it comes to your building on time and on budget and getting great relationships as a part of it. It doesn't have to be. Schedule a delivery uh, discovery session today and talk about the delivery methods. It doesn't have to be a bad deal. It can be a great situation, great um, relationships that you have. And they, they just want to talk to you about their culture and about their brand scripting and about who they are and what they do. And you'll find out very quickly. Matter of fact, you know, you, you get a, a sense about people and about things. Um, the first phone call I make, every time I go over the trail, the first time I walk through the doors, it feels differently. T-R-E-H-E-L.com, 800-319-7006. We'll take a short break. We'll come back, open up phone lines in the next four segments, actually, with, with the text to phones right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie of the Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses. Just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to mymoneyissafe.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE quality Duralask brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralast pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. It's just part of what makes us America's number one brakes destination. So you're looking for financing on your next vehicle. AutoWorks in Greer has you covered with easy in-house financing and super fast approvals. Low down payments make life simple, and there's no need to drive all the way to the dealership. We can give you an answer in as little as 10 minutes. Just fill out our fast app online at autoworksc.com. 
With almost 80 vehicles to choose from, including trucks and three-row SUVs, finding your vehicle just got easier. Kick off 2024 in style by visiting AutoWorksSC.com. That's AutoWorksSC.com. Bosch is hosting a direct hire event for maintenance technicians at 1100 Scottsbridge Road in Anderson on Tuesday, February 27th from 9 to 2. Recently increased pay rates and multiple shifts. Learn more and RSVP at hdijobs.com backslash Bosch. Thank you for voting Tiger Express Wash as the best of the best car wash in 2023. Use your unlimited fast pass in Clemson, Easley, or Pendleton. Tiger Express Wash, proudly serving the upstate with more locations, same quality care. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. I'm Glenn Reese with Krispy Kreme Donuts in Anderson and Spartanburg. We're open seven days a week. Pick up some delicious donuts and a cup of coffee. Share a box or two at your business meeting, at church, or with family and friends during a time of need. Call Spartanburg and Anderson Krispy Kremes. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kremes. One of the best things about Clemson is the family atmosphere, and that's what we strive to offer at Harrison's. When my parents started Harrison's over 25 years ago, they weren't thinking about how fast they could grow. They focused on providing hardworking folks excellent customer service and the best workwear and work boots. And now we have grown, but our focus hasn't changed. And whether you're visiting a Harrison store for the first time or the hundredth time, we want you to feel like family. Come see us in Spartanburg and Malden or visit harrisonsusa.com. Calling all Clemson fitness enthusiasts. Our exclusive Lululemon collection brings you the perfect blend of comfort and performance. Elevate your training sessions with Lululemon's innovative activewear that keeps you looking and feeling great. New colors and silhouettes are arriving soon, so why wait? Spring into action with Tiger Sports Shop and gear up for success. Visit either of our stores or shop online at tigersports.com because Tiger fans don't settle for anything less. Go Tigers! Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE quality Duralast brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralast pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. It's just part of what makes us America's number one brakes destination. Get in zone, AutoZone. So what exactly are the net rankings? I have no idea! Tune in every day until March as we try to figure it out. The Roar, where every day is game day. I was talking about someone uh, during the break about heart attack, hack, hack, hack and sack action. Uh, welcome back. Glad to have you with us. Upcountry Fiber, upcountryfiber.com. We love Upcountry Fiber. We love their internet service, the fastest high-speed internet. We love the fact that they are amazing at what they do with their customer service. Uh, the, the phone service you're going to love is 
our friends over at Upcountry Fiber and upcountryfiber.com. No contracts. You're going to get in, in uh, uh, the best service without having to get out of it. Let's say you move. You know, if, if you if you sign with other companies, other deals, other things, if you move, you got to like buy out the rest of your contract. That doesn't happen here. No introductory pricing. You don't sign a contract, by the way. There's no introductory pricing where it's $19.99 for the first six months and then they jack it up to $119.99. That doesn't happen either. Upcountry Fiber. Spartanburg, Greenville, Anderson, Pickens, Oconee County. We love Upcountry Fiber and upcountryfiber.com. One more note on the Notre Dame talk. Um, what we assume through all of that is that Notre Dame is going to be one of the 11 highest rated teams in the country. Right? Notre Dame will be one of the uh, seven, or actually six if you do the group of five thing, one of the six highest rated non- conference champions in the country so we're assuming that they were going to get in the playoffs how about on the years because we assume i think you're going to see two lost teams you can see a three lost team moving forward but what about the years that notre dame loses their third game and it's in october their season's over you can see a scenario where in the big 12 or let's say in the acc that you lose an out-of-conference game. You lose two out-of-conference games. Let's say that that Clemson plays Georgia and Notre Dame in a conference, non-conference year. They lose both of those. And then they lose to Florida State in the regular season. Well, that's only one conference loss. Clemson could come back, beat Florida State in the championship game, and get in as one of the top four seats in the country. Notre Dame's third loss of the season means that's it. Splits are gone. They're out. Their season's not over in October. I mean, their season is over in October. Where in the Big 12, an Oklahoma State might lose a non-conference game or maybe two non-conference games, lose one conference game, getting the college, getting their, their Big 12 championship game, upset Iowa State, whoever, and then win that, and now they're number four seed overall. I, th I think almost every year you're going to have a three-loss team from either the Big 10 or the SEC that did not even play for their conference championship, right. get in this playoff. <laughs> but Notre Dame cannot – I don't think Notre Dame would be one of those three lost teams that gets in. No. <clears throat> one of the things that we do in sports is there's those buzzwords that we automatically we, – we have a preconditioned response. Uh, the the preconditioned response to the lady writing parking tickets – is you look at her, she might be the nicest lady in the history of the world. She approaches your car and it's like, oh, I can't stand that woman. In, in, in sports, you mention the NCAA and it's like, oh, they're wrong about everything. You mention Notre Dame and our, our conditioned response, preconditioned response is, Notre Dame, oh, they get all, they get all everything. Notre Dame gets everything. Why do they have some of these advantages? Well, they don't always have all the advantages. Like they're, and if it, if it did have all these advantages, then they would have won a national championship since Tony Rice, right? Notre Dame must really stink if they've got all these advantages that everybody thinks they have and they still can't win, right? That's where you're right. Yes, and I love to see it. Because you hate Notre Dame. So your preconditioned response is, stinking Notre Dame. They, if, if this is Notre Dame, they'd be in. 
I, I saw one of the funniest things I've seen yesterday. They're calling this this playoff model the five plus seven model. David Hill tweeted out, he goes, I'm a little surprised that the five plus six plus Alabama model didn't get more traction. <laughs> well, that's what happens when Nick Saban leaves your program. Speaking of which, can I get into this now? Please, please, please. Well, first let me do this. Uh, Judah Davis is a great friend of mine. And he sent me, they, they do some NIL work, and he sent me this for, for the MGC Sports. Uh, they've got a, a, a nice event coming up. Um, on Saturday, the 23rd, that's this Saturday. All right. And you're going to be able to get autographs from Phil Maffa, from Antonio Williams, from DeMonte Capehart and from Josh Sapp from two until four o'clock. Now it, it, you pay $20 you get all four autographs and it, it looks amazing um they're over in spartanburg at the upward star center in spartanburg so come by from two until four that's 9768 warren h abernathy highway in spartanburg to the up upward star center and meet and greet uh Maffa, williams Capehart, and and sap and uh get this get your autographs do it and they can do it uh 20 bucks gets, gets all for autographs for that. So a nice NL opportunity for that. But speaking of Alabama, I, you want to talk about losing Mystique? So Ryan Grubb is the hottest name in assistant coaches in college football. He was the offensive coordinator at Washington. And when he left Washington to become the offensive coordinator at Alabama, you thought, man, this is going to be what we've seen out of Washington, out of Kalen Vore. Well, he goes with the Seahawks instead, stays with the Seahawks. And in his place, they're going with Nick Sheridan. Nick Sheridan is a 35-year-old former Michigan quarterback that didn't really play a whole lot. I don't remember playing a whole lot in Michigan. That coached quarterbacks 2010 at a high school in Michigan, then was a GA at Western Kentucky, quarterback coach at Western Kentucky 2012, was a quarterback coach at South Florida in 13, was a GA at, at Tennessee in 14, 15, and 16. Became the Indiana quarterback coach in 17 and 18. Coached Indiana tight ends in 19. Was a quarterback coach and offensive coordinator at Indiana in 20 and 21. And was a tight ends coach at Washington the last two years. He's now the quarterback's coach and now the offensive coordinator at Alabama. Who? Nick Sheridan. A guy that has two years of coordinator experience. And they were at Indiana in 20 and 21. So naturally you want to know, well, Mickey, how did Indiana uh, do in 2020 and 2021? If you're an Alabama fan, I, I think that's uh, very fair to ask. Hey, uh, what kind of teams are we talking about here? Indiana in 2020 and 2021. In 2020, Indiana went, oh, that was a COVID year. So he didn't get two full seasons in there. And he also, he did have Michael Penix on that team. On the 20 team. Yes. Uh, and, the, and the only season, only full season that he's been an offensive coordinator, Indiana went 2-10. and 10. And you could say, well, Indiana wasn't good, didn't have much talent on both sides of the ball. That is, while that is very true, um, let's get the results. Not Big Ten, I want to get what Indiana has. 2-10. 
in 2021. So if you're Alabama, the chance to go from Ryan Grubb to Nick Sheridan, not Dick Sheridan, Nick Sheridan, uh, that that would scare you a little bit. With that said, don't you still think that it's Kalen DeBoer's going to be calling plays? Oh, 100%, yes. He's he's got the experience. So you're not totally scared through all of that? Well, you've got to have some concern if you're an Alabama fan because, I mean – this is you're not going to get the Shane Beamer response. This he, was our top guy. He, he was had our Phoenix number in 21 one choice. Also, I didn't realize that he did have Phoenix in 21. Yeah. How about that? Um, and he only managed to win two games. Granted, Phoenix did get hurt during that season. Yes, he did. In that season, they beat Idaho, and they beat Western Kentucky. To his da, 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 wins and losses points. Ooh, this ain't good. Penn State shut them out. Ohio State held them to seven. Michigan held them to seven. Rutgers held them to three. Purdue held them to seven. Michigan State held them to 15. Uh, Iowa held them to six. I, if I'm Alabama, I'm not all that. Like, what's the Nick Sheridan uh, plan? Like, what's what's his what's his brand? You see how that's a, a little bit of a concern, even though it's going to be Caleb DeVore. Yes, he he right. is tied to the DeBoer wagon. He is right. he is he's not making decisions on his own. No, but that's a long fall from from Ryan Grubb. Is it a long fall from what they've had there in the last couple of years as offensive coordinator? Though, um, I mean, you got to think about yeah. And in, in many ways, it might be because uh, what what the uh, former Notre Dame quarterback names escaping right now who uh, left as offensive coordinator. Um, Tommy Reese. Yeah, Tommy Reese. He didn't have a, a great resume. That's And very, he was young. That's very true. Didn't they, have a great – but at least he was coach at Notre Dame. And they always have offensive minds in that room under Nick Saban. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Very interesting points. Nick Sheridan at Alabama. We've got a lot to get into. Uh, it was a wild night. Number one went down in college basketball and college baseball yesterday. Uh, I had to check and see, see if we can find out the last time – that that had happened. Doesn't happen that often, so we'll see on the last day of that. We'll tell you about that coming up. Hey, our friends over at the uh, Blood Connection love what they do. Um, this is the the uh, nonprofit that started right here in Greenville that that raises um, raises awareness too, but does a great job of, of getting blood to hospitals in Georgia and North Carolina, South Carolina. They're the exclusive provider of blood in the upstate of South Carolina hospitals. Uh, you can go to bloodconnection.org slash donate to make an appointment today. Go to bloodconnection.org to find out who they are and what they do. Uh, your blood is so important to help save lives. Right now, uh, 62% of the American population is eligible to get blood. Only 3% does. Find out about donating blood. Go to bloodconnection.org, bloodconnection.org to find out more. Hour number two with Will Clinton and Mickey Plotter right after this. <laughs> 